You're listening to HSBC Talks Business. Learn how businesses like yours are leveraging a wide range of banking solutions to maximize their success and how HSBC is helping them. Listeners should note that this episode has been recorded remotely. Therefore, the sound quality may vary. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Inspiring Progressive Business, a podcast series for SMEs. Join us for insights from inspirational business leaders, entrepreneurs, and experts on key topics of importance to your business. My name is Eugenia Prattley, and I'm part of the global business banking team here at HSBC. Today's session is aimed at helping you successfully expand into the Greater Bay Area. And today we are joined um, by some very much expert speakers, Tom Simpson from China Britain Business Council, Sarah Chan from Deloitte, Stephen Phillips from Invest Hong Kong, and our very own Paul Young from HSBC. And without further ado, I'd like to hand over now to Paul Young. When we talk about Greater Bay, uh, what do you think about? People sometimes think that uh, Greater Bay is the next Silicon Valley. Some say that it is the home for unicorns. You may also have heard about a lot of success stories from the biotech and e-commerce sectors in GBA. So what exactly is GBA? Actually, the Greater Bay Area refers to a Chinese government scheme to link Hong Kong, Macau, and also seven other cities in Guangdong together, forming a cohesive cluster. In this region, there are total populations of 72 million, which is about 5% of the total populations in China, but it contributes nearly 12% of the nation's GDP. It's quite a big one. According to the IMF statistic data, the GDP generated in GBA is around half of that in France and UK. And also, when people talk about GBA, normally we'll compare that to other world-class city clusters, such as the well-known San Francisco Bay Area, New York metropolitan area, and also the Greater Tokyo area. As we all know, Greater Tokyo Bay is ranked number one in terms of GDP. But however, we have the biggest population in GDP at GBA under the current growth rate and the initiative put together by the China government. It is predicted that not not too long, 2030, nine years by now, the Greater Bay Area will exceed the other city cluster in terms of GDP. So basically, it provides enormous business opportunity to all of us here. So I think when we first started, we have introduced to you the true expert. I'm not, but I think they are. Stephen Phillips, Tom Sampson, and so Sarah Chen. So, uh, with further ado, I would like to pass the floor to Sampson. Thank you, Paul. Good afternoon. Uh, thank you to the HSBC team for the invitation to speak today. So GBA is one of a number of city clustering initiatives in China, which include the Yangtze River Delta uh, over by Shanghai, Chengdu Chongjing Economic Circle, uh, and Jingjingji. However, the GBA has a, has a unique set of characteristics, and it involves three jurisdictions, which include one of the world's leading global financial centers, China's Silicon Valley for technology hardware, world-class infrastructure, combined with one of the largest manufacturing centers in the world. 
in order to give a sense of the scale, the population, um, as Paul pointed out, is 72 million uh, in the GBA and growing. According to the recent census, uh, Guangdong's population grew by 21% over the last 10 years. And much of this was in the GBA, as Shenzhen is, is growth of the population Shenzhen is particularly high. GBA, despite being home to only 5% of China's total population, produces the equivalent of 12% of its total GDP. And the GDP per capita in Shenzhen of 31,000 is actually three times the national average. So the scale is clearly significant, and the importance of the GBA to the Chinese economy is only expected to grow and continue to attract growing numbers of, of talent and investment. We frequently hear from UK companies operating in China that the bulk of their revenue, revenues are generated in a, through a combination of sales in, in the east of China, in the Yangtze River Delta, and in the south. And this is from companies that are engaging in everything from infrastructure, infrastructure projects uh, to uh, consumer sales. So a YouGov poll of 747 business executives in mainland China, oh, uh, the, the slide before, so uh, what does business think of the GBA? A uh, YouGov poll of 747 business executives in mainland China, Hong Kong, and Macau uh, produced the, the following results. 40% uh, of businesses already located within the GBA expect business revenue to grow by over 30% within the next three years. Leading the pack was technology and innovation companies who over 50% over of respondents project over 30% growth, followed by healthcare and life sciences and education. Um, this is also reflected by the activity we are seeing uh, ourselves at CBBC uh, with, with British companies operating uh, in the region. For example, a large UK company in education space is in the, in the process of relocating its China headquarters to Guangzhou to be closer to where they see the future growth for their business in the south uh, of China. We are also not aware of a number, a number of our companies who are moving their China headquarters to the south, including companies from the US and also the EU. 80% of companies who responded to the YouGov survey expect the GBA to grow faster than the rest of China. Uh, and this is reflected in, in again, you know, in, in what we are seeing in conversations with UK companies. And so what are some of the key factors behind GBA's appeal? I've just listed five points, which I'll run through very quickly. Uh, firstly, uh, very supportive uh, local governments. Again, we hear this a lot from our members. Um, the interactions they're having with local governments in the GBA are very positive, very constructive. So this is, it's a very a supportive environment. The quality of, of infrastructure, uh, the quality of talent as well. There's a lot of uh, very high quality talent in the GBA. Um, there's a number of very, uh, very famous universities in Guangzhou, in Shenzhen, and of course in Hong Kong and Macau also. Um, the scale of the local market and also the opportunities that are presented by uh, the potential for uh, policy integration between uh, the three jurisdictions. Just two examples of British SMEs that, that we're aware are, are, are are working in the GBA, have established themselves in the GBA, just to give uh, participants an idea of the kinds of companies, uh, foreign companies who have successfully set up operations um, in, in, in the region and are actually sort of leveraging that cross uh, Shenzhen, Guangzhou, Hong Kong dynamic across the GBA. The first is a, is a drinks business, uh, which was established in uh, 2012 by two British uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, which primarily in, imports uh, British spirits, such as gin, vodka, and whiskey, but also products like tea pigs, so it's premium sort of tea products, uh, for sale across mainland China, but also in, in Hong Kong and Macau. Uh, they've grown to a team of now around about 20 staff, 
uh, with offices and warehouses in both Hong Kong and Shenzhen, so on both sides of the border, distributing across China and other parts uh, of Asia. I think this is a great example of a business that is making the most of the scale and increasing sophistication of the GBA market. Um, so that's Drinks99, and if, if you want to check them out, their website's very good and you can look them up. The second company is Strix. Uh, it's a company you might not have heard of before, but you probably use one of their products. Uh, they're the world leader in uh, kettle controls. So they have a market share of around 40% of kettle controls. This business, it's a, a British business. They um, set up their first overseas office in Hong Kong, um, and then soon after ended up setting up their first uh, overseas manufacturing facility in Guangzhou, and since have gone on to establishing uh, other facilities in, in China, in, in Shanghai. Um, this business really, it, the success of this business is down to its pivot to, to the GBA. Um, this, it, they wouldn't have been able to survive if, if they hadn't made this pivot. And they're now thriving as a business and doing uh, exceptionally well. So this is a company who've managed to leverage the advantages brought by the local manufacturing and shipping infrastructure on, on the mainland side um, through the Asia hub that is, is Hong Kong and remain uh, globally competitive uh, as a result. Great, thank you very much indeed. Um, when we look at the GBA, I genuinely believe it is one of the most, if not the most, exciting economic developments on the planet today. It already is roughly the 11th largest economy in its own right. And if we look towards 2030, the Greater Bay Area could be the fifth or sixth largest economy in the world. So it is too big, too exciting to ignore. And really the key ingredients for me that we have in the Greater Bay Area that makes it so very exciting is obviously the financial and professional services in Hong Kong, combined with the logistics, the ports, um, and the airport, and the scale and the advanced nature of the innovation and technology that's taking place in so many of the cities within the Greater Bay area itself. Um, of course, Shenzhen is home to some of China's leading tech-related companies, um, but there are great companies um, in other cities within Guangdong as well. Hong Kong, of course, is the most international city, um, not only within the Greater Bay Area, but the most international city within China under the one country, two systems formula that Tom really alluded to. Um, and this is the very unique feature, I think, that Hong Kong has got from a strategic point of view, both to international companies looking to access opportunities arising from GBA, this international city with a common law-based legal system, independent judiciary, world-class intellectual property, and an environment that is very familiar to companies that work in other places around the world. Similarly, for mainland enterprises that are looking to access the rest of the world via Hong Kong, um, Hong Kong offers familiarity um, to them in different ways, but again under the one country, two systems formula. And this makes Hong Kong really pretty unique. 
So when we look at the opportunities in GBA, I think a lot of the focus tends to be on what's actually happening on the patch. There's obviously the consumer-related opportunities, and we've heard quite a bit about 72 million increasingly wealthy consumers. Discerning consumers wanting the best products and services from around the world. Um, so serving them increasingly digitally is really very important. But for most international companies, what is also incredibly important is most of these consumers are in a very, very dense area. And the connectivity is phenomenal. Roughly one hour's traveling between any pair of cities within GDA. So from an operating point of view, from your salespeople's point of view, pounding the pavements, um, it is very efficient and very productive um, in terms of developing the marketplace. On the business side, um, as I've already said, GBA holds some of the most innovative enterprises within the country. Um, and that means for companies from around the world that have got high quality services or products, that you find some fantastic partners where you can sell your products or servicing, but you can also look to joint venture within GBA or in other parts of the world. And I think um, Paul highlighted some of the particular strengths of different cities within GBA. So, for instance, the couplets of Hong Kong and Dongguan, we could see using Hong Kong for R&D, manufacturing in Guangdong, in financial services. Maybe you have the deep professional expertise in Hong Kong, but you could have an operations centre in Guangzhou. And of course, with the two very strong engines of growth, Shenzhen and Hong Kong, you've got this really strong and coupling of financial services and the innovation interplaying in two cities that really are only separated by a marginal boundary these days. But there are other examples. Biotech, life sciences is a really, really exciting area that we're seeing flourishing within GBA. So for a biotech company from Europe, let's say, you can do your R&D in Hong Kong, work with our world-class universities here to do translational research and then applied research as well. You can use um, our biotech listing regime on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange if you're looking to raise capital. Pre-revenue listings for biotech companies, very, very exciting. You can have your sales and marketing team here. You can have your finance team here. Uh, as Sarah said, you can have your corporate treasury center here. Um, something that Hong Kong really excels at. But you probably want a manufacturing facility within GBA. And there in Dongshan, on the western side of the Pearl River Delta, um, offers a fantastic biotech facility, biotech park. So, it is a much more sophisticated approach um, from a business point of view about how you choose where you put your people and your resources. And at the same time, bearing in mind those practical issues that Sarah was talking about on tax um, and structuring. 
But I also, as I said, I wanted to step back a little bit because GBA obviously has all of these fantastic commercial opportunities within the patch. Um, but it generates lots of opportunities in outbound flows. Um, so these excellent enterprises from um, Greater Bay Area using Hong Kong to go global. So particularly for those of you in financial and professional services, this is a really important part of the overall GBA opportunity. Uh, and the last thing I'd like to say at the big picture level is COVID has accelerated alongside some geopolitics, some changing trade and investment flows within the region. Historically, a lot of the flows have been from east and west. I think the strongest growth that I see in my day-to-day -day work are the flows between ASEAN, so Southeast Asia, GBA, and the rest of China. So much more happening on a north-south um, type of axis. And this opens up new opportunities, again, for companies around the world. And this is going to be fueled even further um, through RCEP, um, which is an incredibly exciting multilateral um, free trade agreement. Um, I won't bore you with the details now, but it's definitely something to keep a lookout on. So sort of shifting gear and going back to the more practical stuff, because we all as business people are very focused both on the top line and the bottom line. How do you practically go about leveraging these opportunities? Because they're big. How do you zero in your efforts? And particularly when you're a small or medium-sized company, your resources are always stretched, whether it's people or capital. GBA is no different to entering any other market globally. So don't leave your brain behind when you're visiting. Do your homework. Talk to your bank, talk to your accountants, talk to your lawyers, do your market research. It's very easy to do research these days from your desk. Once travel opens up, make a site visit. For those of you that haven't been to the cities in the GBA, I think your mind will be blown away by the advanced nature of these cities and how really complementary they are. Also think relatively early on about regulatory implications, standards implications, because you are dealing within the GBA with three different legal systems, three different certification systems, standard systems, and so forth. Some of those might harmonize over time, um, but you really do need to understand a complex environment that is shifting and simplifying. Um, so you need to keep tabs on that. Um, as Invest Hong Kong, we want to make it as easy as possible for companies around the world to figure out what GBA means for them. Um, so our overseas network um, in every corner of the world is always happy to talk to a company uh, and help the management team figure out what GBA might mean for that particular company, because it really is very much based on the individual business. Um, they then bring in our sector teams, 
to delve into more detail about what's going on in a particular sector. Um, and also our dedicated Greater Bay Area team that we've just set up at Invest Hong Kong. So their remit is to keep tabs on the changing regulatory environment, new facilitation measures that are being introduced to make GBA a reality. So they will be sharing with businesses new GBA, GBA policies, the opportunities that are arising from them across many, many different sectors. Uh, and this is really nitty-gritty, granular stuff. Um, and in doing this, they're translating very complicated, very long strategic documents into language that hopefully every business can understand. We're also aspiring to work with our counterparts in the other 10 cities, really to be a very sophisticated machine to help the company find the right solution for them in GBA. So we're working together to pull together the information, hold joint events around the world. But what we really, really want to do at the end of the day is with a particular company, and maybe it's one of you guys um, that, that is online today, we want to talk to you about certain functions that you do in Hong Kong and certain functions that you might do in one of the other cities and provide you with a single solution that is fit for your business. And to underpin this, there's a dedicated website um, which is in sort of beta format at the moment, but will go live very shortly. Um, and one of my colleagues who heads the GBA team is also pushing out a whole series of very practical short reads on LinkedIn, um, both about the investment environment in particular cities, um, how the GBA fits into other national policy priorities, the 14 five-year plan, how it dovetails with Belt and Road, and also some of the stuff that's going on um, on a sector-by-sector -sector basis. Um, as I said, it is super, super exciting, but it also is something where you really need to do your homework to be able to capture those op opportunities and effectively use the best of the three different systems that exist in GBA to minimize risk, maximize opportunity. So if we could help you, we would love to do so. But believe me, it is exciting. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, um, Stephen. And certainly I'm quite excited now just after hearing your enthusiasm. And thank you so much. We have had a really great discussion today. Paul, I'd now like to hand to you um, as our HSBC representation and invite you to give some closing remarks. Yes, thank you. Um, once again, thank you so much, Tom, Stephen, and Sarah. I've been running banking operations in this part of the world for 30 years. I've never seen uh, a region which, which is growing so fast. I think Tom has given us a very clear indication that uh, the local authority is very supportive. And also uh, people in this part of the world, they're very optimistic about the growth of GBA. The beauty is that um, make use of the fact that Hong Kong and China, Hong Kong is one country's two system. It's interesting that Sarah has explained to you that China tax rate 40%, Hong Kong 15% below 20. 
how to make use of the tool part within GBA to make the best of you is important. Why a lot of companies, even in China, they open their operating arm in Hong Kong is to enjoy that test planning, test benefit. And that will be a determining factors for you to succeed in your competition with other players in the market. And last but not the least, um, from my experience, I re realized that if you're from other part of the world, if you go into Hong Kong and China, explore GBA, be mindful of the cash flow, finance, and also exchange. Because the fact that we, you're running in two quite different areas with quite different restrictions. Perfect. Thank you so much, everybody, and thank you for joining us. This has been a special production of our inspiring progressive business mini-series. There will be more episodes focusing on a number of different topics such as starting your green journey, being cyber resilient, and how having a purpose-led mindset could benefit your business. Please listen out for those. Thank you for joining us for HSBC Talks Business. To learn more about anything you heard today, please visit business.hsbc.com.